Listener supported KFUO, the messenger of good news. This is the Midday Moments program. I'm Gary Duncan. Thank you so much for being part of the program today. And it's time now for our moment in creation here on the Midday Moments program with our guest, Pastor Warren Worth of Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Arnold. Hi, Pastor Worth. Hi, Gary. So what's on the top of your mind to talk about today? Well, a week ago, we talked about uh, the impossibility of eyes evolving, and that was based on a blog post of Ken Ham responding to another um, online magazine that was acting like it was easy as pie for eyes to evolve, even though there are many kinds of eyes in the animal kingdom, and they're all very complex, even the simplest eye being very complex. But there was so much to talk about then that I thought I would continue that idea a little bit today by referring to an article by Dr. David Menton, about the human eye, and the article is entitled The Seeing Eye. But first I'll put in a little commercial, since we're getting close to Christmas, and maybe people are looking for ideas to have for their children and grandchildren, or maybe their church library. There are some great resources available at Answers in Genesis on this very topic. Dr. David Menton, who taught for many years at Washington University School of Medicine, and then later worked with Answers in Genesis for many years as well, uh, has a DVD uh, that's called The Hearing Ear and the Seeing Eye, and that's based on Proverbs 20, verse 12, which says, The hearing ear and the seeing eye, the Lord has made them both. And on that DVD, he gives remarkable information about the human ear as well as the human eye, well worth seeing, very, very good uh, resource. And then there's also a DVD set called Body of Evidence, and there's a number of DVDs in that set in which Dr. Menton aimed at well, I'd say like a high school audience, uh, is goes through human anatomy and physiology very, very well done on all the different uh, systems in the body, whether you're talking the skeleton, the nervous system, the cardiovascular system, uh, the digestive system, and also about eyes and ears and other organs that the Lord has given us. Very well done. Uh, again, I can highly recommend that uh, for you, especially if you have homeschooling uh, relatives, children, grandchildren, nephews, nieces. This might be a good resource that they could use as they learn about the human body uh, in a very God-pleasing way that's about uh, God as creator and, of course, Christ as our redeemer. So I, I recommend those resources to our audience. And then again, at the Answers in Genesis website, there's this article that ties right into that. It's called The Seeing Eye. It was written by Dr. David Menton a number of years ago, and it's appeared in Answers Magazine more than once. But uh, maybe we can just talk about a couple of the details on, about the human eye that he includes in this article, which is certainly well worth reading. So our listeners are directed to read the whole article for themselves. But he points out that the human eye is actually a living camera. It says it's essentially a living video camera of extraordinary sensitivity. Like any good man-made camera, the eye has a black interior to prevent light scattering, and it automatically focuses the lens and adjustable diaphragm to control the light. And like the most sophisticated modern digital cameras, the eye has a light-sensitive layer, the retina, that can adjust to a wide range of brightness. But unlike any camera made by man, the retina can automatically change its sensitivity to brightness over a range of 10 billion to 1. 
the retina's light-sensitive cells, the photoreceptors, can perceive a range of light from bright sunlit snow to a single photon. That's the smallest unit of light. The eye also has the amazing ability to assemble and repair itself, unlike man-made cameras. So the next section of his article talks about the the lens through which uh, we uh, see things, and it points out that the human eye actually has two excellent lenses, the cornea and the lens proper. During our development in the womb, embryonic skin over the developing eye turns into a clear window. To be so crystal clear, this special type of skin lacks blood vessels, hair, and glands in most other skin, though it contains many nerves and is highly sensitive to touch. Although we tend to think of the cornea as a protective window rather than a lens, it really functions as a lens. In fact, the cornea is about four times more powerful in bringing light to focus on our retina than the lens itself. The next section of this article, Dr. Menton talks about the lens itself and how it's kind of rubbery and can change its shape and thus quickly focus uh, from distance to close up and back to distant objects again by, again, uh, changing how the light uh, is focused upon the retina. It's amazing how God thought of all these details and how they work in the human body. And then he points out that, you know, it's not just uh, light shining through the lens on the retina, but you have to have the brain to decode the signal. Well, actually, the eye itself is an extension of the brain. When the uh, embryo- embryonic uh, uh, organ is, is uh, developing, the eye actually develops from a bud from the brain. And imagine that. So uh, the bud from the brain is what actually turns into the eye. And then so you have the optic nerve and all of that connected there to your brain. And it's amazing the way God designed this to develop in the unborn child and then actually to function in the human being uh, from birth onward. He talks about the muscles in the eye and how important that is. We don't tend to think of it as a muscular organ, but there's um, some of the busiest muscles in the body are involved in the eye and its ability to look in different directions and to focus and so forth. Two sets of muscles are inside the eye. One set opens and closes the iris diaphragm, emitting different amounts of light the second set of muscles is attached by strings to the perimeter of the lens and changes its shape during focusing. There's also three pairs of muscles attached to the outside of the eye. These muscles rotate the eyeball so that we can look in different directions without moving our heads. Basically, one pair of muscles works like reins on a horse to aim the eye left or right. A second pair of muscles attached at the top and bottom of the eyeball aims the eye up and down. And finally, a third set of muscles rotates the eye like a doorknob. The purpose of these last two muscles is to keep our vision level when we tilt the head from side to side so we don't get dizzy. And then Dr. Menton says, the Lord thinks of everything. Just think of it. Everywhere we turn our gaze, 12 separate muscles, six on each eye, move in perfect coordination for us to see the object we're looking at. If our eyes are even slightly misaligned, we see double. This remarkable coordination is like a marksman so accurate with a pair of pistols that he can make only one bullet hole every time he fires both guns. 
And I think that's really a, a neat illustration that Dr. Menton gives us there. He mentions that our eyes also have window wipers, okay, washers and wipers. So he talks about how we have uh, the ability to wash our, our eyes with the uh, the fluid that God gives us, our eye-washing fluid called the lacrimal glands, they produce this fluid. They secrete a watery tear fluid that has just the right acid level and osmotic concentration properties. The fluid also contains special enzymes that keep the eye clean of things that can cause infection, and it has special oils to reduce evaporation. It also gives our cornea a smooth surface for optimal vision. Um, and he talks about how if you look closely at your eye, you'll see these little openings at the margin of the eyelid, and these are called puncta, and they're uh, attached to little pumps that remove the tear fluid as it flows across the eye, and it drains it into your nose and flushes out eye debris and keeps our cornea from drying out. When we produce too much tear fluid, as when we're weeping, the layer of fluid over the cornea can get too thick, affecting our vision. As the tear pumps remove the tear fluid and drain it into our nose, we get the sniffles. If too much tear fluid accumulates for our pumps to keep up with it, tears overflow and roll down our cheeks. And then Dr. Menton wraps up his article by pointing out we are the only creatures that God created that can cry emotional tears. We are also the only object of redemptive work in Jesus Christ who came into the world to save us from the wages of sin. What a wonderful comfort that our Heavenly Father has promised to wipe away all tears from our eyes, as he says in uh, Revelation. God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying, for the former things have passed away. So what a wonderful living camera God has given us, better than any human-made camera, and once again showing the wonderful design of our almighty creator, something that far surpasses every human, uh, humanly invented uh, object, and again pointing to the reality of God as our creator and the impossibility of this ever-evolving by chance. Would you like to lead us in a prayer as we wrap up this segment? I would be happy to do so. Let us pray. O oh Lord God, uh, we praise you, for we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works, and our souls know it very well. Help us always, O oh Lord, as we look at our human bodies and in all the other things you have created, to give you the praise worthy of your holy name. And help us to kneel in adoration that you, our Creator, loved us so much, you sent your Son, Jesus Christ, to be our Redeemer, who died on the cross and rose again to save us from our sin so that we might see you face to face in heaven. Strengthen our faith in Christ and help us to read your Bible in wonder and also look at your marvelous creation, giving you thanks and praise for all that you have done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for being on the program today, Pastor Worth. It's my pleasure. We're the messenger of good news. We are worldwide at kfuo.org.